1: This is This Day Rocks from Vintage Rock Pod, I'm Paul Stevenson. Today is June the 7th and we'll start by remembering a legend who would have been 65 years old today. Prince Rogers Nelson was born on this day in 1958 in Minneapolis, Minnesota. He was named after his father's jazz combo, the Prince Rogers Trio. An unusual name for sure, but one that Prince on his 35th birthday, that's this day in 1993, would change to an unpronounceable symbol. Yes, he literally became an icon. Prince sadly left us in 2016, and I can't believe it's that long ago when he was just 57 years old. Elsewhere, on this day in 2004, ACDC's Back in Black album went double diamond for sales in the US. It became just the sixth album certified by the RIAA to do so. This was in recognition of sales of over 20 million copies. On this day in 1963, the Rolling Stones released their first ever single 60 years ago. It was a Chuck Berry cover called Come On. They marked this with their first British TV appearance as well, performing on the show Thank Your Lucky Stars. On this day in 1982, Elvis Presley's Graceland Mansion opened to the public. Visitors flocked to see the famous Jungle Room, Trophy Room and Meditation Garden. On this day in 1977, the Sex Pistols made a mockery of Queen Elizabeth II's Silver Jubilee when they played their punk rock music from on board a boat on the River Thames. And on this day in 1975, Elton John's Captain Fantastic and the Brown Dirt Cowboy became the first album to debut on the chart straight in at number one in the US. The album stayed at number one for a total of seven weeks and featured the hit single Someone Saved My Life Tonight. And we're going to stick with the number one theme for today's show. Yes, we're going down under to reveal the number one song on this day in 1982 in Australia was Joan Jett and the Blackhearts with I Love Rock and Roll, the song which was originally released by a British rock band called The Arrows. It became a huge hit for Joan, topping the charts around the world and propelling the album of the same name to the top spot too. Originally, Joan recorded a version of this song back in 1979 with two members of the Sex Pistols, Steve Jones and Paul Cook, with that version released as a B-side to You Don't Own Me in 1979. But she loved the song that much that she re-recorded it with her band, The Black Hearts, and that version went massive. Now, I interviewed Joan's guitarist in the band, Ricky Bird, recently, and we spoke about this time, the success of the album, and the touring that followed. And we have to talk about Joan Jett. I mean, your time with the Blackhearts, as you said, it was ten years, eighty-one to, to ninety-one. And when you joined, uh, you joined during the recording, I think it was for the album, didn't you? I love rock and roll, and and you yeah, guys. I, I, you put... I, I joined right at the beginning. That's yeah, right.
0: eighty-one. They were. Yeah, they recorded a couple of tracks. I joined the band, and then we um, we did over a couple of things. Um, I added my parts to something, a couple, one or two songs that um, Eric Gamble already played on. He's a great producer and guitar player. Uh, and then we recorded the whole rest of the record, you know, and then we hit the road, Jack.
1: (laughs) Indeed. And when you hit the road, it was originally smaller clubs and smaller venues, wasn't it? And then the album kind of took off and became a a worldwide phenomenon. I mean, the the single itself was topped for, what, seven weeks in America, and the album sold millions and millions. I mean, talk us through that. How did it feel starting at this kind of stage you did, and then within, what, a year or so, a few months, you were then suddenly worldwide famous?
0: Yeah, well, the record comes out you're in this the middle of the hurricane so you don't really know what's going on except that people telling you yeah you notice more people at the gigs they they bring the, the record industry magazines on the tour we weren't even our tour bus yet we were in like a winnebago or something like that <laughs> I don't know what they call that over there but uh, you know everybody squished into yes. this little traveling circus um and they would say oh it's number you know 30 it's number 20 it's number two and as it get closer the gigs kept just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And, um, you know, pretty soon it's like you get a bus, then you get two buses, uh, and then all of a sudden you're opening for bigger acts, playing uh, stadiums and such. And, And that's, you know, that's basically how it works.
1: And I'll be back tomorrow with more on this day rock goodness. So until then, take care.